Terry, welcome back to Toronto, my friend. I'm always here. <laughs> and, and Anna, welcome back to the podcast. It's about time you show up because I'm you know here. people people have been asking about you and it's really? like where's Anna? My and, spirit is always you know, here. Uh, listen, the pay- you called me old so many times that I had to make a statement. You know, there's a thing going on here, Terry. Anyways, Terry, you you've known the youngest one of all of us. Terry, do not start. I know you and I are the same age. <laughs> listen, all he's I'm the saying, baby with the gray with the beautiful gray hair. So he thinks yeah. is entitled to. Call us yeah. old. Why am I always getting in trouble here? This is my <laughs> podcast. I'm not supposed to get in trouble. Uh, with us here, we out. take over. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Jamie only sin- sits in the middle. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Workplace One company offering boutique private offices, co-working spaces, and virtual office solutions, as well as meeting rooms in the best neighborhoods of Toronto and Kitchener-Waterloo. Ideal for entrepreneurs, companies, and passionate business people. Workplace One is where you want to be with your business. For more information, go over to WorkplaceOne.com. For you guys that are listening to us or watching us at this point, I'm in the middle of these two uh, people that are going to make my life an internal hell. But anyways, uh, (laughs) Terry, you're back in Toronto. You've been away for, we were trying to debate here, I think it's four or five years since the last time we spoke. From your life. From From your life. I know. Because we can't always be together. You're you're secretly coming here, not telling us anything, just kind of like, you know. But man, have you been busy. I'm what they call omnipresent. You're, <laughs> you're like always so I'm damn everywhere. busy. I'm everywhere. You've got, you brought us like all of these goodies, and we're, we're going to get shots of this out. It's all about arts. It's all, it's all the about arts. arts. The whole world is about arts. Okay, but before, is art. before we get into what you're doing now, yes, I sure. want you to give like the, the origin story to whoever's watching us right now or listening the to us. Origin. Origin story. <laughs> Who is Terry? Where did Terry come from? Did he just come from the sky? Where, what, like, what happened? And what made you get into all of this creativity madness that you are in today? Well, Jamie, I'm Terry Costa. <laughs> nice to meet you. Uh, I was uh, born in planet Venus. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Travel to Mars? <laughs> I'm from Oakville, Ontario. Nothing exotic to mm. most of the people that are listening to us, uh, probably. But um, that's where I was born. And, uh, and that's where I did uh, uh, most of my schooling, including Sheridan College, mm-hmm. um, even though I had a little bit of a, a, a stint in Portugal as a child mm-hmm. in Pico mm-hmm. Island, um, where that, we'll get back to it a little bit. We'll get bit. back to that, I guess. Okay, uh, yes. And, uh, and then university, uh, Toronto Dance Theatre, University of Toronto, which uh, this year has been 20 years since I've graduated. No kidding. From Don't remind U of T. Oh, uh, and, uh, and tomorrow or whatever, someday I'm going to be uh, doing a, a speaking engagement at uh, University of Toronto Mississauga. Ooh, nice. Because, you know, I graduated 20 years ago. That's so awesome. Awesome. <laughs> That's really they, cool. they think I'm just hiding in an island under a rock or something, you know. And they go like, uh, yeah, but you once, know, you have once to come and tell us about, you know, that kind of stuff. But anyways, all, all, all my adult life was here until I reached my own middle age and decided that I needed to uh, change life a little mm-hmm. bit and, uh, and went to the island of my parents and became Portuguese uh, 
legally mm-hmm. on paper nice. and uh, the uh heart was and now i have uh, yeah of course <laughs> the roots uh, yeah, when uh, when your family is Portuguese, I think your heart will always be no matter where you are. I think that happens with any raised, ethnic um, group. I think there's always that connection uh, to the past, to the to the family yeah. roots. Right. And, and in my last ten years here, uh, uh, mostly in Vancouver, but even you know, so it's some uh, stops in Toronto, Montreal. Uh, I, I worked uh, on projects that connected to my Portuguese How heritage. How long were you in Vancouver? Ten years. Oh wow. Yeah, that was quite a bit. Uh, and um, and before that, you know, I had ten years. Uh, yeah, ten years of Toronto, Mississauga, and yeah. uh, always. I met you through the Congress. Exactly, I and, and you've yeah. always been involved. Two thousand and three. Yes. Um, oh, it yeah. wasn't really that long. That was that no, was a long, long, long time uh, ago. Yeah. For Here you go right. with the insults. Yeah. Two thousand and three, thirteen. Yeah. Long time ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, but always involved with arts. That's would, the bottom yeah, line. Yeah, right? yeah. My, my life was always arts. You know, since a little kid and uh, learning music and playing the uh, bandolin, mandolin, mm-hmm. uh, and then doing uh, uh, chalk uh, painting a certificate, and then going to uh, theater uh, acting, Sheridan College, and then theater and drama studies at University of Toronto, and uh, becoming a director and a product ma- project manager. And then in 2011, I went three times to Portugal, to Azores Islands, and I said, okay, three times in one year, this is too much. You might as well move I there. I should just live here <laughs> and then go three times or two times on where one time or whatever it is to Canada. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and this is the longest stretch that I haven't been in Canada. It's been a year and a half. That mm. was the last time I was here. Uh, and uh, we were doing, uh, I can't remember what I was doing. Which, which kind of means that you're liking the Portugal life then. Uh, I love the island life. Uh-huh. Uh, I love the island life. I love the freedom of uh, creating in a place that you're not uh, always bombarded by uh, too many uh, images that mm-hmm. influence you to mm-hmm. something that is a little bit more not you. Mm-hmm. Uh, living in an island, especially my island of Pico, which is quite remote, uh, only um, 14,000 people live there. I was just going to ask, wow. 14, and uh, it's mostly um, uh, open land. There's very few houses, right? You have no noise. Uh, and uh, well, we still have noise you know, <laughs> by the roads. But, uh, but we have this amazing property, which is Miratec Arts Galeria Costa, the art gallery, outdoors, art and nature, nature's art. And there I can go from the main road all the way to the sea. Uh, it's about a kilometer uh, walk and that way I can really immerse into nature mm-hmm. and be able to create you know we mm-hmm. have writers that come over just to spend time there and to write uh, people to uh, in, um, get incentivated by nature to create art and um, uh, so talk and to us a little bit about this this project of yours it rolls off the tongue it does, it does now <laughs> it does now it's a you know, some people think it's a tongue twister but it really just rolls it off when did this Mira begin and how did this evolve there in people well, when I was in Vancouver uh, I already wanted to use something that uh, you know related to my heritage and Mirateca Mirateca uh, which from the Portuguese, from the Latin, comes from what you see, what you hear, uh, is actually a name of um, a neighborhood mm-hmm. uh, in Pico Island, the mountain island in Azores. And uh, so I love that name. I said, okay, I have to use that name. So that's how Miratec Arts, Miratec Arts uh, mm-hmm. began. And, uh, and I did some projects here in Canada uh, under that, uh, that name. 
Uh, and then when I went to Portugal, I actually turned that name into an organization, a, a nonprofit cultural organization uh, that we could use to develop work. Uh, and, uh, and that was uh, basically eight years ago. In uh, our first project, after traveling six months on the nine islands of Azores, that anyone that is with us that has not been should go and visit. We definitely need us. to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, should come and visit. I spent six months traveling. Colin doesn't know Portugal, doesn't uh, know the islands. Colin, come you have on to come over, come. mister. Yeah. Any time of the year. Uh, uh, I started a, a winter festival that we still haven't had much winter during the winter festival. <laughs> Uh, Definitely and, uh, moving yeah. there. Um, <laughs> but we did have one one uh, one year, uh, a bit of snow on top of the mountain, which was perfect oh, for nice, for um, uh, bagpiper was coming mm -hmm. from uh, from Scotland, and he wanted to get uh, pictures in all the the highest places in different regions of the world. Uh, and he goes, "Well, if it snowed, it would be better because blah 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 blah." And we're like, "Oh, we haven't had snow for a long time." And it snowed the day before. Your, your omnipresence so you made that happen. I called in. I get, called in. Okay, <laughs> I get it. I get <laughs> it. I mean, once you get to be this powerful. So people I... were in shorts and t-shirts down, you know, where mm -hmm. the people live, right? Mm -hmm. And then you went up the mountain and there was snow up there. Amazing. It was, uh, it was uh, quite beautiful. Be Amazing images yeah. with this backpiper with his kilt on top of the highest mountain in the North Atlantic Ridge, <laughs> Pico Island. And, uh, and playing the bagpipes there. Uh, not everybody made it up to the concert yeah, because it's, uh, it's a long hike. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, but it was uh, quite an amazing experience. But I was, as I was saying, uh, going to the Azores, deciding to, okay, I'm going to have some time here on these islands, creating uh, Muritech cards. I spent six months traveling all nine islands. Uh, from Corvo, it's a very tiny island with just uh, three to 400 people there. Wow. Uh, all the way to the, the main city that has about 40,000 people uh, and, uh, and traveling every little corner. And I asked every town hall if they would give me a space and a time and I wanted just to invite people to talk about arts. I met over 4,000 people. Oh, wow. Uh, that all connected somehow to something artistic from arts and crafts to opera. It was incredible. The whole shebang, you know, the whole thing. Uh, wow. wow. And the... Uh, and the main concern, basically across the board, was unless we're invited by the government, which is the public libraries and the museums, we don't have a venue to uh, exhibit our work. There was to nobody do our work, to organize know. any yeah. of this stuff either, right? And that's basically what Fringe was all about. Mm -hmm. uh, the international movement of artists helping artists to present their work and so on. So I'm like, well, that's what we need in Azores. And I started a Fringe Festival that happens every year in June. Many Canadians have been part of it. Many Luso Canadians yes, have been I think we need to that. look into this. Yeah. Yeah. I think and uh, from uh, professors at university to uh, people that are still in school uh, trying to figure out if they want, you know, if they're going into theater or into education or wherever it is, you know, that kind of stuff. All the way to professional um, uh, artists. Uh, I'm saying here from Canada, they have been, but they've been from 62 countries. We've hosted 1,900 oh artists in eight years so from 62 countries. Uh, and this moment, right now, I'm here in Canada, but we have our 63rd country president in Pico because we have an artist from Lithuania. Is, oh my oh wow. gosh. Yes. So Colin, I think, and Anna, I think uh, it's it's more than set. We need to do a creative spin podcast from Pico Island. From the Sounds, good to, me. Sounds I, good to me. I think it's going to be the thing Bring some the microphones summer. though. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll get, well, Colin, you're going to have to carry all this stuff and, and, and go to the island. Well, uh, <laughs> the structures are, are of course not 
like we have here uh, in Canada, but we do have a lot of great things. And since I've been here, we, um, we have inaugurated an amazing uh, theater uh, auditorium space. Uh, that has some equipment, but never enough, especially for people like me that I always <laughs> like never to do, happy. you know, uh, <laughs> exciting stuff. I'm like, why can't he fly from there? And why can't, you know, uh, <laughs> there's never enough gear. Yeah. That's why I always tell some people, if you want to do something a little extra, if you can bring something in your suitcase to help with the gear, uh, because right. you can always bring find the gear things. Yeah. We'll bring so the, we'll like bring the microphones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and because, uh, you know, sometimes you bring things from the mainland mm -hmm. Portugal, from the continent, that kind of stuff, but it takes forever. And then if, uh, if the flight doesn't happen to bring it or, you know, that kind of stuff. So, you the know. The joys of traveling. Yeah, and, and, the, and that's also part of being in an island because an island could be very close to a continent, but still a remote place. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you could be shut there for some time if Mother Nature decides mm -hmm. uh, that you're not going to be able to leave at that point. I've been to Corvo, which is an amazing island, to go for two nights and having to stay one week mm -hmm. uh, because it's really a remote island. It's, you know, yeah. Azores are in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And uh, whatever comes by, you have to take it. Yeah, and you can't. You can't hide. You yeah. can't hide. Yeah. You can't hide. Yeah. But I love when you see too, on right? TV those red alerts. You know, <laughs> don't get out of the house. There's you know some you know <laughs> storm of some sorts. Blah 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 and all this stuff. And especially when it's called the tropical storm. Yeah. Mm. Because people there love tropical storms because what happens is the seawater becomes really nice and warm. It's like so you're, you're actually a, praying for one of those It's storms. like you're in a jacuzzi. So, so red evil. alert on, on TV, it's red alerts, and everybody's swimming. Everybody's swimming. And, you know. Terry, I did not know this evil side of you. Uh, you know, so, you know, but every once in a while, you do get some uh, winds that are a little bit extra, mm -hmm. and they can... Uh, Make do some things, damage. Make, yeah, <laughs> do some damage. Things fly around and that, yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. But I love island life and uh, I love um, working from uh, uh, roots uh, and having to develop these things. Like I was saying before, in my island now we have this beautiful uh, auditorium that uh, has, you know, like what I always uh, used to ask when I would go to a place working uh, in any type of performance is I want lots of space for the artists, lots of stage area, no matter what it is. And, and that's what we have. We have a, a larger stage area than audience, which is fantastic. As you're describing that, I kept thinking Paradise Lost till you rediscovered and that you brought back to life. I don't know. That, that's the image you're giving me. Here goes me. The, the writer in, it, the, in, no, the, in the group. Listen, it goes with Meditech <laughs> Arts, doesn't it? Exactly. Uh, there you go. Exactly. Uh, but that's exactly that. I, I'm trying to picture you, and I don't know Pico, and unfortunately, I don't know we Pico. We will. Creator uh, Spin will go there. Uh, you have but to come. I keep looking at that montaña that you have on your, yeah. <laughs> your shirt, go. right? And yeah, it's like you found this paradise that was lost and you're bringing it back to life. Do you, still, do, do you still think that the, the islands are this lost paradise? Because it's been known to be that lost paradise the, of nature, of, of where you can express yourself. And now, obviously, with you there, the artist side, the cultural side is, is probably even bigger than it was before. Like, what is the, what is the vibe there? What's the vibe in the island? Well, because Azores can't be sellable to uh, beach crowds mm -hmm. you know uh it's uh volcanic That's lots like of rock it. there's some beaches but they're tiny you yeah, know yeah, yeah. with dark sand and so on um then it's there's no mass tourism 
which is fantastic. Well, that's fantastic, yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, in the bigger cities, there's already a, mm -hmm. a lot of people, even for me, who you know traveled around the world and lived in many big cities. I'm like, oh, I don't care about that anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I love Toronto, come to visit, but hey, a few days, <laughs> a few days is good enough. I can go on and do other things. Yeah. Uh, but that has uh, uh, been able to leave a lot of it untouched. There's still a lot of virgin territory. Uh, on these islands, which is fantastic to yeah. see. Mm -hmm. And from a creative point of view, is, um, is amazing. It's gold. Of course, it's gold. yeah. Uh, because you can go into some land and you're like, wow, I wonder when was the last person that walked through here? Because it's, you know, it looks untouchable. And you know, this lava rock looks like it just melted a few days ago. Well, you know, yeah, why is it like this? Yeah, it's yeah. been there for years, yeah, for you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, some of them millions of years. Uh, and um, for arts, this is a perfect place. It's amazing. That's yeah. paradise. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but look, even look at a lot of the big artists here in Canada. Where do they usually come from? It's usually from smaller places. Mm -hmm. That's true. Uh, and, uh, and I find that very important for the development of artists is time and space that you can be yourself. Uh, so going to the Azores, creating all these things, yes, it shakens up the mountain. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> you can well, uh, go by car about halfway, but then you really have to walk the rest of it. I like how you carry uh, it with you. And you uh, have to trek with <laughs> all the equipment. Yeah. Sorry, man. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and some people arrive there and they're like, oh, it's just a little mountain, nothing. And then it's like, oh, man, you know, <laughs> three and a half hours later, we're still there. Not you know, a little <laughs> mountain anymore. Uh, yeah. This will be fun. Uh, and, um, uh, and, and it's basically a bed of inspiration. I can uh, see for, that. For yeah, all yeah. these people. Awesome. And speaking of the mountains, you know, I mentioned, this is our mountain uh, Pico Festival, uh, the winter festival in January, that every artist that participates needs to do something or to be working on something that uh, is in the theme of mm -hmm. mountain. Uh, so since, since you've gone to Pico, how many of these festivals have you created? Four major festivals and then a lot of other stuff around. This <laughs> so a party man. If I want to be part of that Pico Festival, I need to submit a proposal. Yeah, you submit a proposal, but it yeah. has to be mountain themed. Related so to So, okay. uh, artists, I do need to have um, mm -hmm. uh, a body of work already that relates to mountains or are wanting to create something that relates to uh, mountains. Mm -hmm. or, uh, okay, or so there's this one, and what are the other three? This is January. Uh, in June is Fringe, Fringe. That is uh, the longest one that started us basically, um, and uh, and Fringe is open access. Uh, in North America, it's mostly performance, uh, the Fringe festivals. In Europe, um, we work on uh, all types of arts. Mm -hmm. So we have a weekend specifically uh, dedicated to uh, the writing culture, uh, and uh, there's a, uh, uh, another pots of the because it's basically a festival of festivals there's the corpo uh, body fest uh, so anything that where you know your body is the canvas mm. uh, there's uh, a weekend dedicated to uh, plein air you know painting outdoors and that kind of mm -hmm. stuff and uh, uh, and anything and everything that goes uh, along with that uh, there's some performance what i always tell international artists is that performances have to cross uh, uh, boundaries cross uh, cultures of course it's not necessarily about the spoken language, but mm -hmm. about the uh, imagery that you create as a performer. Mm -hmm. And uh, even though in Portugal and in the Azores Islands, you can easily do an English performance, uh, there's uh, always uh, some audience. But, um, uh, but of course, we're working with people. You're looking from, at the universal uh, language. Yeah, 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 universal languages. Yeah. 
And um, in September, we have a week of music, which is Cardas World Music Festival. Mm -hmm. Cardas is the Portuguese word for strings. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, all, uh, all the bands need to be all string instruments. Can't be a singer that is accompanied by a band. If the singer wants to sing, the singer also needs to be playing an instrument that is strings. Uh, so cool. Only other instruments can enter this whole, you know, uh, realm. If it's a one-person band that showcases a very specific string instrument, but can also have its own percussion yeah, and all yeah. the other instruments. You know. Why strings? Remigio yeah. was part of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Music, okay? and, uh, and he played many instruments mm -hmm. on stage, which was fantastic. Of course, you know, his uh, top instrument is uh, an amazing guitarist, of course, but uh, his vocal sure. range is Where uh, did out you of get control. the idea for, like, why strings? Because the island, uh, looking at the, um, uh, the traditions of the island, uh, string instruments were always part of it. Mm -hmm. During Christmas season and uh, New Year's, you know, the King's Day, uh, uh, in the olden days, uh, they used to gather and create these songs and play instruments from village to village. Mm -hmm. uh, it's something that is dying out, even though some groups still try to keep yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it happens here. Yeah, it, um, well, it happens where I'm from in the northern part of Portugal, yeah. right? And I, I know there's some groups here that do that, but it is it yeah. is dying off. Yeah, so, sure. and, and that was all rooted on the string instruments, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and there used to be what, what they called the tunas, mm -hmm. which was, you know, all around uh, uh, string instruments. Uh, and of course, shamarita, which is the traditional uh, dance, is led by the string instruments. And the viola da terra, the um, uh, string uh, traditional it's instruments from the Portuguese instrument. world. Yeah. Uh, that Brazil has its own uniqueness that was adapted uh, after leaving Portugal. The north of Portugal has one, the south of Portugal, Central, Azores and Madeira. Yeah. They each have their own string instrument that is very unique. So because that being part of a, the tradition, I thought, well, let's learn about the world through the string instruments. That is so, so awesome. So every year we have uh, half a dozen countries presented somehow, uh, mm -hmm. present uh, somehow, and uh, that showcases an instrument from other parts of the world and uh, and brings everybody that together. That must be really Very awesome, interesting. Yeah. You have, uh, you brought us one uh, one magazine here that has you in the cover with a whole bunch of string instruments. I know, that's so instruments. egotistical, isn't because it? You can <laughs> Put play. yourself on the cover of your magazine, <laughs> because Oprah. Because Oprah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and because you can play all these instruments, no problem. Um, uh, we'll show this on, on the video aspect of, uh, of the podcast. So if you're just listening yeah, to us, you have to jump into YouTube and, and look at Terry in the cover of this magazine. Yeah, if you're just listening to us, just think, you know, a uh, very handsome man. Gorgeous. Uh, gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> so we've gone through three festivals. Where, which one's the fourth one? And uh, in December, which is next week already for us there. I'm not sure if here is next week. It's no, still December it's a different calendar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, we have Anima Picks, which is the animation festival. Everything is around uh, animation, from films, from shorts, uh, books, uh, storytelling, mm -hmm. uh, the uh, animation, uh, creation of animation. Uh, that goes from the word all the way to uh, the actual uh, film. You're a busy um, man. And this Creative. Is, and this is just my... Uh, uh, professional can, volunteer gig. Can I ask you? I, I'm, look, <laughs> I'm looking at this one here. Is this the general one, the Miratec Cards? Uh, yeah, that, that was uh, the, the one that I think came out on this spring. It yeah. has on the cover 
Elena, that those are smiling stones. Those are lava bombs. That is so uh, awesome. And, uh, and then she carves them. Yeah. Uh, uh, and making all these little uh, naive mm. type of stones. Can I ask what did you, you find? Can I ask you why you included in this introduction? Alho, bugalho e bolo do borralho. But you didn't translate it, which is interesting. <laughs> Because it's um, it's one of those things that <laughs> she translate doesn't really make does, any sense. Yeah. Translate, um, please. Now people are wondering. You know, well, garlic. What's bugalho? Like it, it's the it's the ash, isn't it? Like it's uh, yeah, like yeah, the, the ashes the, from the, the from the fireplace. The trunks, the trunks. Yeah, like uh, that. You know, for example, uh, from uh, wood that is thrown at yeah. sea. Yeah, that's uh, the bugalho. Uh, okay. The bolo do borralho. So this is a type of cake you do. From on, that, on the stones? On that stone? Yeah, it's um, it's a type of, um, uh, you know, thin bread, um, cornbread. Oh, okay. It's a type of cornbread. Yeah, because borralho yeah. is the, um, yeah. the, the uh, fireplace, right? Yeah. And this has to do with, uh, you know, of course, with myths yeah. uh, on the island. So awesome. And uh, I think uh, in the back of one I, of I these... I like the little detail. I see. I like the little details that he's got going on. Yeah. Yeah. On the English side, he chose to put the Canadian flag. Canadian flag. Of course. Alu Bugali Bolduhali connects to this. To that, okay. Uh, basically, Lebregos, oh yeah, there you yeah. go. Lebregos is a myth on the islands of Azores that they used to come uh, uh, during a very specific night, the night of the lights of mm -hmm. the Shkandayesh, which was the first to the second of February. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you hadn't been good, they would go to your house and do bad things. Uh, but of course, al bugalin bol do bugalho is things people would put on their doors and windows. Naughty people. To, to, uh, <laughs> so to see if they would not come to their house, you know. You're bringing in all of this new stuff uh, of art and all of that, but you're really tying this in back to all the traditional stuff. Almost too. everything is tied to things that people yeah. don't really talk about it anymore, uh, but had to do with, well, a lot of it comes from the pagans, of course. What would be without the pagans, yeah? Uh, even, including the Catholic Church. No kidding. <laughs> um, but um, uh, we forget throughout the years. So have you been doing a lot of research, or is this, you know, through conversations that you have with people from there and all of that? Most like, how of does it, it work? conversations. Really? And yeah. then uh, if, something, if something hits me, I'm like, okay, I have to go search and see what this, you know. Of course, you know, my lebregos, my... Uh, Uh, half beast, half animal are very sexy men, <laughs> uh, and uh, in uh, in full leather and uh, and uh, fur and uh, all a, kinds of this stuff. This is a beautiful picture. Uh, but it's look at yeah, that, yeah. very attractive. Yes. And you know the reason that kind of poster and went out to all the islands, it attracts a lot of young people to participate, mm -hmm. which is also something uh, an objective of the uh, organization, but hard to accomplish because you know the young folk like to be on their uh, cell phones and mm -hmm. their games mm -hmm. and uh, sometimes, and sometimes they the don't even talk them, they right? don't even talk to you <laughs> if, you know um, i see it, now in terms of support i see a logo here so it got me thinking how's how's the government how's the support that you've you've been getting we we do get a little bit of support but the whole year has a budget less than one day of a summer party in uh, in portugal Oh my God! Uh, yeah, just to put it into perspective. Uh, so uh, when I tell that to people there, they're like, oh, they don't believe it. Like, yeah, our budget for the whole organization stays around the twenty-five thousand a year, 
which on a summer party usually you spend you 35 40 50 yeah, Easy. Yeah. on a summer party for sure yeah. so it's like wow but we're doing this with all kinds of artists that of course you know invest their time invest you know, yeah uh, some of them even create things uh, on the their love, own it's the love for the art yeah it's the love yeah. for the art yeah you uh, have to do it that but way. more support is needed of course that you know that logo you're looking there is uh, government of azores tourism department and uh, and some specific uh, projects, especially for the development of new uh, art from Azores artists. Sometimes we do have some support from the uh, cultural uh, department. But is another thing hearts? to put into perspective: the cultural mm -hmm. department of Azores has less budget than, for example, a soccer team in Azores receives. Hmm. And the whole cultural department in Azores has less budget. That is quite right? that's, that's And there's a dozen soccer teams. <laughs> I, I, and you, even yeah. hockey teams. Do you I find that it's time. difficult, it's difficult yeah. to get funding for these projects? Do you think that the... the yeah, well, private funding doesn't really exist on the islands. People mm -hmm. don't really know that. Uh, I, I've talked to everybody. Outside. You've taken this outside, right? So Yeah, well, Cordes, the World yeah. Music Festival, only happens because we have international partners, partners. that basically send us yeah. artists. You know? yeah, yeah. Uh, the international councils mm -hmm. uh, or councils from different countries, uh, arts councils and things like that, support artists to, uh, to go to. Our festival is an award-winning festival. It won three international awards. Mm -hmm. uh, it's incredible that a little festival in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean that it is hard to get to, um, <laughs> uh, received the top 10 best uh, new festival, which are, goes to festivals that are less than five years old, and received also uh, the number seven on best world music festival in the world. That amazing. is so awesome. Uh, That's amazing. Uh, Congratulations. It, it was a jury from 15 different countries yeah. that, you know, we're looking at our things and uh, our uh, uh, programs and what we do. And but so I have on. to say that coming from you, it doesn't surprise me. You've always been that creative. Uh, and hardworking. I, I, yeah. I, mean, I do yeah. what I love. N none of this comes from just thinking about it. Is that what it is? If it. you do what you love, you are successful? Well, at least in your mind you are. Yeah. Like, I'm very successful in my mind. Don't ask my uh, bank you account. You are. No, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my bank account will be talking on the side, going, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> no, but it's but it amazing. it makes you happy. Uh, That's yes. the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. since I moved to uh, Portugal, um, I, I know I've been happy. Uh, you mean happier because you've always been... I, I've always known... Yeah, this well, Terry that smiles and laughs and is always happy. Well, in the in, in this industry, if, you <laughs> in know, if you want to put cameras. it, if you put it that way, in this industry, you know, you run the whole gamut. Yeah. Right. So you know, you're very uh, euphoric, you're very manic, but then could the go to the other side, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, and that's something that, um, especially in the last decade, I've been much more uh, in touch with myself in terms of. Um, Whatever I'm doing, I can do as long as I would like to. But if it needs to stop the next day, it's okay because I have something else that I like to do. Yeah. And uh, and I've been developing all the different arts that come out of me too, uh, and that I that I enjoy doing because uh, I've never wanted to master in one specific art uh, because uh, I really believe I'm a multidisciplinary. That's curious person. that you're saying that because a lot of times when, when when speaking about artists and about what people can do and and art in general, a lot of people always say stick to one thing, stick to what you know. And I'm I'm a bit of your opinion. I'm I don't believe too much in that. I think that you need to if you're capable of of being diverse, if you can do more than just one thing, why the hell not? But I'm sticking to what I know. 
or at exactly. least that I researched, exactly. you know, mm -hmm. to to be able to develop, right? Yeah, but but what um, I'm trying to say is, like yourself and and myself, like we can do more than just one thing. Why not? You know, yeah. I think uh, yeah, exactly. there's a message yeah, out there sure. that they're always putting on to, I guess, the younger generation saying, stick to one thing. I think you're right. Stick to what you know, and what you know can be more than one thing. You can have many branches. Yeah. When I was 18 years old, if I was going to follow what people were pushing me to and inviting me to, I would be a, a, a dancer. Well, probably not now anymore because I'm older. Uh, but <coughs> that's that when I was 18. Don't go that way. But when I was 18, <laughs> you know, I was at Toronto Dance Theater, invited yeah. to be in the national company and stuff. So if I had followed that path, my life would have been completely different. I'm like, no, I want to learn more about acting and performing and that kind of yeah. stuff. And then when I was there at that point, I was like, oh, I, I want the director, the producer, you mm -hmm. know, and that and that's where I went for, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I already had gone through, you know, visual arts. I had gone through music uh, and all of that. So I think I, it was, I was perfect. I was basically creating myself to be a perfect uh, uh, visual uh, director for, mm -hmm. you know, performance director, which I did a lot and continue to do. Uh, I, I love to perform too, but I haven't performed as much, even though I have a new, uh, a new project uh, being mm. built that is called... Uh, Why mm. doesn't this surprise mm. me? Monstru Monster Monster. Uh, okay. It's uh, uh, to be developed uh, in Portuguese, in English, and in Spanish. Uh, Spanish, not Spanish. Uh, goodness gracious. Uh, Japanese. Um, to be three uh, different uh, cultures, but be developed in three different islands around the world. Mm. And uh, here in Canada, I want to go to Fogo Island uh, in the East Coast yeah, yeah. Uh, to develop the piece. And then bring, you know, it's all surrounded about um, the fears, our fears as human beings that basically stop us from uh, uh, accomplish, you know, what we really can accomplish. Uh, it's based on that, and I call it Monster. That very, very so interesting. Awesome. There's already a poster out. <laughs> We're going to get all guy. this information. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, this was amazing. The amount of stuff that you're doing. The Are we done? I haven't started talking yet. You haven't oh, started talking? <laughs> Listen, we can, no, no, no. Go, we can go on Part forever. Two. <laughs> Colin, do we have enough yeah, SD let's, cards let's to go keep for going? A drink. Let's, let's <laughs> go going. for a drink. All right, let's go for a drink. Let's I go for a drink. Everybody's saying, oh, we got to have a drink now, but they're at home, and they can have a drink. Okay. And here we are in this hey, listen, beautiful space, but some people nothing might be, to drink. Listen, some people might be walking the dog because they might be there's listening. There's some water to, there. <laughs> <laughs> they're listening to their podcast to the podcast while they're walking the dog, oh, so you never really? know. Yeah. Um, but Terry, thank you so much for being a part of the Creative Spin podcast. Uh, I hope that we're now going to be able to um, spread the word even more about what you've been doing, what you are doing, and what you will be bringing to the table. Is there anything else you want to talk about? You want to talk we'll, about that? We'll, we'll bring the microphones. Well, we to can Pico keep on Island. going. We can. I'm saying the goodbyes, but we're we're back again. Illus Hello, everybody. No, we're leaving, right? <laughs> what, what? Are we leaving? <laughs> Illustrator Such. It's a book specifically about Azores with 20 illustrators and it has arrived in Toronto at the Sodad Toronto uh, uh, shop. That's not yeah. too far away from which here. Which is so cool. Such a nice yeah. shop. There's something that was built with a lot of love, love. and caring. Mm -hmm. You know, I love when I go to places like that. Yeah. Beautiful. I just wanted to say that. All right. Terry, so thank, thank you. you very much. I wish you all the best. And uh, come to Pico Islands with your microphones. With the microphones. And, uh, <laughs> I think so. Uh, and let's do a few episodes. Let's do a few. You can go, hold the bloody <laughs> stand, girl. Come on. Listen, we, we're going to have to go light. Because you, have you heard? We're going to yeah. have to trek all the way up to the mountain. Making no. sure. Just making sure. Think, think, about, you, think yeah, about Colin, You could guy. record and do live uh, pods. I, I wonder if you could do it from that height. Hmm. Uh, we're going to have to try it. 
Yeah. I'm going to have to try it. Here's some homework for you. Find out. Yeah, yeah. you got to yeah. find out. All right. There's some station up there. Anyways, <laughs> let's go for Say good drink, night. Man. Say good day to everybody. Guys. I hope you're having fun out there. I'm Terry Costa, and this is and Creative Spin Podcast. You go. And we're going to put all the information for you guys that want to find out more about everything that Terry is doing. We're going to put everything down in the description below, all the links, all the stuff. and everything. Because you, too, can be a part of it. <laughs> Did you record this? This is a perfect commercial right here. All right, guys. See you on the next one. Woo-hoo.